What's going on? What's happening? What is popping? What is happening? Man, what is how y'all doing this evening, man? First and foremost, man, I want to give a big shout out to the Jacksonville Jaguars for a hell of a season they had. Man, they did great tonight. Sorry they couldn't get further than what they have gotten. Right now, I want to welcome everybody to the Real Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Charles. Man, this is a special edition of Real Talk Podcast. And definitely, definitely, we're going we're gonna to get into some juicy conversation this evening. Uh, I have opened up the, uh, the chat as well as... Um, I have opened up the invitation to join me and give me your point of view uh, as to the subject that we're going to talk about tonight. And tonight, uh, we're going to dis- be discussing the state of Florida, and we're going to be discussing nobody other than Ron DeSantos. So tonight, we're going to talk about a donkey and a jackass all in one. As we know, they're both the same, but we're going to make them two of each, one of each. And we're going to talk about this jackass we have as a governor, Ron DeSantos. Now, we're going to, what we're going to be discussing is his latest act of racism that a lot of you here in Florida may have missed. You may have not paid attention to it. So... We definitely hope that you guys will jump in on this subject, jump in on this topic. We're going to discuss it. We want you guys' input on it. I want to hear what you guys got to say. So I'm calling Dade County, Broward County, Palm Beach County. I am calling Orange County, Hillsborough County, Pinellas County. I'm calling everybody. Duval, where you at? Where you at? Stand up. Come on in this thing, man. St. John's County, wherever you at. We definitely need you guys here on this subject, on this subject matter at hand. So a lot of you might be wondering what I'm talking about. Charles, what are you talking about? Uh, he's a racist and all this here. And what what has he done this time? Well, guys, I don't know if you guys know about it, but um, Governor Santos has decided that he doesn't want black history, African-American history to be taught in high schools anymore. And uh, I want you guys to, I just want you guys to understand what message this man has sent to the Florida people, the African-Americans of this state, as especially because I'm going to, I'm going to point the finger tonight. I'm going to blame y'all ass, the residents, the African-American residents of this bullshit ass state. Uh, for this man being back in office. And before I started to point fingers and I started to blame y'all ass for him being back in office, I want y'all to listen to a couple of people and don't go nowhere. Please share this, share this, share this live. Uh, invite people to it because this, this, this shit is serious. If you don't think it's serious, I want you guys to listen to everything. And I want you guys to, to form your, formulate your own opinions because I don't want you to think that I'm just being an asshole towards Ron DeSantos. And I would not call this jackass governor because he shouldn't even be in office. But once again, thanks to some of you, the majority of you, he is in office. 
But let's listen to some of what we're talking about. Once again, this is about Governor DeSantos saying that it is not necessary or a waste of time, pretty much, to be teaching African-American histories, history in high school um, anymore. So let's just listen to some some people. We're gonna listen to a couple of individuals. We're gonna listen to a, we're gonna listen to a lot of stuff, guys. I want you guys to please take heed to this stuff. I'm gonna read some of this stuff to you guys as well. But please, if you haven't already subscribed to this channel, please subscribe to Charles Real Talk Podcast uh, so you don't miss any of this here. You can also catch me on iHeart on iHeart Radio as well. Same title, Charles Real Talk Podcast. But we're gonna jump to some of these subjects right now. Or some of these topics right now. We're going to let you guys listen to some of these people. And I want you guys to listen closely to what these people are saying. This is some real shit. And again, I'm pointing the fingers at you, black individuals, black residents of the state of Florida. Let's get into this. First person, man, this young lady from TikTok. This is what she had to say about Governor DeSantos and African-American lessons in school. Let's listen. teaching AP black history uh, has no educational value. Yes, you are a racist, especially since Florida schools will still be teaching AP European history, AP Spanish, AP Japanese, AP Italian. And this, uh, during Martin Luther King Jr. week, uh, when these same right-wing racist scumbags had the audacity to try and co-opt King's legacy by saying he would be a Republican, seizing on the one line of the one speech that they know with Dr. King to try and make the case that Dr. King would be some sort of colorblind, anti-woke Republican. Y'all motherfuckers claim to love Martin Luther King. You don't think there's an entire section on Martin Luther King in this course? An entire chapter, at least? You love Martin Luther King, but you don't think teaching Martin Luther King has any educational value. By the way, you don't have to take AP courses. You fuckers realize that, right? Racists need not enroll their kids in this class. So, y'all heard what he said. Pretty much in a nutshell. <clears throat> we don't, you, your kids don't have to take the AP class. But this is not about the kids having to take the AP class. This is about Governor DeSanto saying that um, it is not, um, it is racist to teach this. And, and it's, it's, a lack, it takes a, it's a lack of value in teaching African-American history in uh, schools in Florida. Mind you, 16 other states are currently doing this, this course in their states uh, for testing. But DeSantos feel like it's a waste of time. And he feel like um, it's, it's racist. But how can you say something is racist when you didn't ban European history? You didn't ban uh, Latino history? You didn't ban uh, uh, Indian history? Or, I mean, you didn't, you didn't ban anything but African-American history here in the state of Florida. So... I want to hear what some of you got to say. Mind you that the chat is open. You're more than welcome to drop your comments down below. I would definitely see them. Also, I have placed the um, invite to the uh, the chat, the, the, the podcast as well. It's also um, up if you want to join the podcast and give me your, your opinion on this subject matter. But with that being said, we're going to move on to some more 
Uh, people, cause we got we got a lot of people that made a lot of comments, and I want you guys to hear all these comments. So to me, this is this is one of the good ones too. This is from one of the young ladies on the View, and this is what she had to say. Check this out. She has a point. She has a fucking valid point. If every little culture can be taught in school in the state of Florida, why can't African-American history be taught here as well? I'll tell you why. Because nothing has changed with Ron DeSantos. This pig has been a racist from the get-go. You see, you guys was too blind to see it because you had they what they did they blinded you with all they blinded you with all this other BS so you couldn't see the real focus point on getting his ass out of office. You see he shouldn't have been in office the first time and we let him get away. Um we, we didn't go out and vote. And guys I I really mean this from the bottom of my heart. I am really focusing on African Americans Right now in the state of Florida, because we allowed this asshole into office, we let him in. We opened the door for him because we was too lazy to get up and go out and vote. We was too lazy to realize our vote mattered. We was too lazy to to ask for a ride to the poll. We were too lazy to turn in uh, our absentee ballots. Whatever the case may be, we didn't do our part in keeping this racist pig out of office. He showed you his racism in his first term. Now you let him right back in. Now, I understand, okay, you guys wasn't sure who to vote for. It came down to a case of six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. It's the devil that you see and the devil that you don't. Okay, well, let's break this scenario down. Ron Santos has showed you for his first terms that he is a devil, he is a fucking racist, and he don't give a fuck about black people. You know what I'm saying? He don't give a fuck about education in the state of Florida, or he wouldn't have been denying teachers certain opportunities to do certain things in school. He wouldn't have been laying off teachers. He wouldn't have been doing the shit he's been doing from his first term. We let him get by with that. You guys knew he did it, but you still overlooked it. You still brushed it to the back of your mind. You didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So then, now he's back in office again with the same shit, the same mentality. Now, he's showing you what he is. He's showing you what he is. And the sad part about this motherfucker might be your next president. Either he hasn't determined if he's going to run yet or not, but he might be. But let's talk about the other devil. You know what I'm saying? That I know you guys wasn't sure if you wanted to vote for. Again, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I know that Charlie Chris 
was once a Republican. He was the governor. He was this, he was that. And now he's a Democrat. Okay, that's a devil that you don't see. Well, which one do you want in office? The devil that you see or the devil you don't see? The devil that you see already gave you his motherfucking photograph and what he does. He already painted his portrait for you. You know the saying? If a person showed you what they are, you better believe him. He already showed you. But no. Y'all didn't give a fuck, did you? Did you? Once again, you want to leave comments, please leave your comments down below, man. If you want to join the chat, please click on the, the spot on Facebook. I left there for you guys to join the chat. You're more than welcome to come into the chat and uh, join. So you don't have to worry about it. I definitely want to hear what you guys got to say. Let's move on, man, because we have a lot of shit to cover on this on this topic right here. Once again, Governor Santos, Governor Ron Santos, has rejected the AP African American Study curriculum for students in the state, claiming that it lacks educational value. You fucking racist. You fucking racist. That's what he is. He's telling you what he is. He's telling you what he is. If you don't want to, if you don't want to join the chat, people, you can reach me at 904-674-7419. 904-674-7419. You can call in with your comment and we'll uh we'll definitely play it on air as well. So just keep that in mind. You're more than welcome to do that if you want to call in and leave a comment as well. But um we're gonna join, we're gonna check out some more. Um, uh, of of these of some folks feeling towards uh, Ron DeSantos and what he has what he has done for us. This curriculum has been concerned here in the state of Florida. Let's check out. This is a special right. I really love this one right here. But I understand what he is saying. But let's see what you guys think uh, on this subject on this topic uh, from Uncle Luke. This is what Uncle Luke had to say. and I want y'all to follow me real close. I want to thank Ron DeSantis. I know y'all gonna think that's crazy. But I want to thank him right now for his attack on the teaching of black history in our schools. That says to us, as black African-American parents, including myself, we need to be the ones teaching black history to our kids. So I want to thank you, Ron, because now I'm more focused than ever. I'm going to be teaching my son about the Black Panthers, H. Rap Brown, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Minister Farrakhan. I'm going to be teaching him about all these different historical people that were so impactful to us as African Americans who fought the struggle. Harriet Tubman, the real story about Harriet Tubman, and when they were African-American slaves that went back and told their slave owners that Harriet Tubman killed them. You don't see that in the narrative that others would try and do the teaching. So I'm happy. I'm happy that it ain't just the teachings of one part of Martin Luther King. 
So I encourage every other African-American parent in the state of Florida, don't get mad at this man. Be happy. Rejoice at this time. Because now it is up to us to teach our kids African-American history. And not that what they teach in schools, which is the watered-down BS version of it all. So rejoice this morning, people of Florida. Ahala. Now, now, I, I have mixed feelings about what uh, Uncle Luke just said, and I and I love and respect uh, Luke Skywalker. He is definitely a true pioneer of uh, of hip hop music. Uh, I I would love and respect him for for forever. I, I agree with him on teaching African-American history, African-American values to our children, ourselves. I agree with that. I agree with that. We should. But I feel we should be mad at Governor DeSantos because uh, this asshole did not restrict any other... Um, religion, I'm sorry, any other uh, history teachings uh, from the, from school curriculum, curriculums. Uh, he, he, to me, the Santos blatantly slapped us as African-Americans here in Florida in the mouth. He basically slapped us in the mouth. He basically said our kids don't mean shit. He basically said our, our education don't mean shit. He basically said our history don't mean shit. But the funny thing about that is, and you guys are gonna trip about this because I'm gonna let you hear some other some shit that's gonna blow your mind because he's a hypocrite. He's always been one. He hasn't changed. A leopard doesn't change his fucking stripes. When y'all gonna understand that? A leopard doesn't change his stripes. You see. We could have got rid of this man. We could have got rid of him, probably even destroyed his political aspirations of becoming president because he wanted to be the next president. He wanted to be president of the United States. He does. But if he is president and... He can do this now here in the state of Florida. What the fuck were you trying to do on a national stage, on, on, on the entire country stage? What would he do? Bring back slavery? <laughs> what would he do? I mean, he can't be trusted. He's a Trump supporter no matter how mad him and Trump are uh, uh, at each other right now. They still kiss each other behind. They still put their tongue in each other's ass. So they still friends. So they still can't be trusted. Only thing I can see is Trump winning the the the, the Republican nomination and bringing DeSantos on as his running mate. Did any of y'all think of that shit? No, Charles, we ain't think of that. We ain't think of that, Charles. We ain't see that. Yeah.
Yeah. If Donald red face, carrot face, bumpy face, bullshit-ass Trump win the Republican nomination, I don't want y'all to be surprised as Ron DeSantos is his running mate. Now you got a motherfucker who don't care about black people getting killed with a motherfucker who don't care about black people education. So now what you going to do? Because, boy, let me tell you something. If that shit happens, oh, y'all think we got it fucked up now in the state of Florida. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. See, y'all sleeping on what's the real factor here. The real factor here is no matter what you fucking think, your vote matters. You got to get out and vote. Charlie Chris couldn't be trusted. We know that. We don't know what, what, what kind of views he was going to have if he got it off. We know what he preached, what he said, all this shit right here. But he was on the Democratic side. Maybe we could have just... Uh, but no. We so busy worrying about what the fuck they doing in Georgia that we let this motherfucker creep his ass right back in office for a second turn. Low turnout in Duval County. Low turnout in Dade County. Low turnout in Hillsborough County. Now, I'm talking about for us African-American voting. Do you guys realize that the state of Florida, which was kind of like mixed with red and blue, is totally red now? We are bloodshot fucking red. The Republicans run everything. Even the educational system. Even the educational system, folks. So, I want y'all to hear this shit, though. Because this is going to blow your mind. Because, see, this is only the part that we're discussing him saying that this curriculum lacks value. But listen to what this young lady has to say. This is going to really, really throw you for a loop. I believe this is her. Let me make sure this is her. Listen to her. I want y'all to listen to her real closer now. On one hand, this fake motherfucker want to hold an essay com competition. 
on black history. Then on the other hand, you want to say teaching black history in schools and high schools is racist. Well, I think teaching about the cotton gin is racist. I think teaching about these fake-ass presidents, um, Washington, Lincoln, all these motherfuckers that own slaves, teaching about them is racist. But you ain't banned none of that shit, though. You ain't once say, okay, we're going to take it out of the schools, too. We gonna Let's just do away with all history. Let's do away with all history because I, I, I strongly believe that if you're going to take away one, you need to get rid of all of them. But once again, dog, my focus point, people, is that you as African-American people here in the state of Florida dropped the ball on this one. This racist-ass motherfucker shouldn't be in office. But he's in office. And you got to deal with him. And you better hope he become vice president. With that being said, man, I got a couple of more people that, man, I want you guys to listen to because they... I want you to hear from them, not from me. Because I don't want you to think it's just me thinking this. This shit is nationwide. There are millions of people talking about this subject. And this subject is really, really touchy. It's really, really real. And it's something that we in the state of Florida need to do something about. With that being said, man, let's check out this news report uh, on this subject. It's a couple of minutes long, so please bear with me. Listen to it. Listen to it closely because there's a professor from FAMU who also gave a comment. I actually shortened it some, so it don't take up the whole time. But check it out. Let me know what you think. Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. That's how the administration of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis describes a new college-level course for high school students on African-American studies. It's already being taught in 60 high schools nationwide as a first test. The curriculum was in development for a decade. Endorsing the class, the chair of Howard University's history department said the course presents, quote, a solid understanding of how African Americans have shaped America, its history, laws, institutions, culture, and arts, and even the current practice of American democracy, which sharpens all knowledge about our nation. But according to Ron DeSantis and his State Department of Education, a course cultivated for 10 years by scholars and experts is neither lawful nor historically accurate. So you might ask yourself what specifically is wrong with the AP African American Studies class, according to Ron DeSantis and his administration, which would be a fair question. The Associated Press reports, quote, Florida education officials did not specify exactly what content the state found objectionable. Joining us now, Reginald Ellis, an associate, associate professor of history and African-American studies at Florida A&M University, which is one of the state's historically black colleges and universities. Professor Ellis, thank you for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me. You got a chance to, to look into this a little bit. Can you glean what the problem is, what the illegal part of this course is? And, and the, I mean, we can, we can get into it in a second about educational value, but um, incompatible with the state's whatever rules or, or, or methodology, what, what are they talking about? Uh, you know, when when the uh, when it first came out, I spoke with some of my colleagues, and we were very surprised, and and, and unfortunately, we were disappointed to hear that uh, that language coming from the Florida Department of Education uh, via the governor. Uh, we were very excited uh, two years ago when College Board took on this uh, great task of creating 
uh, African-American studies AP curriculum. I have a, a five-year-old daughter, and I was excited that, you know, 12 years from now, she would have the opportunity to take uh, the African-American studies AP course as credit for college. So, no, we uh, were very uh, disappointed and, uh, actually, uh, and, and shocked uh, that uh, – uh, it would not, it would uh, at this point be blocked. And, and, and just to be clear, because there are also people in this country very excited about CRT, uh, critical race theory, and how it's being taught to little children. That, that's not true. This is an actually fully developed course about African American history uh, designed for the college level, but to be taught to high school students who are high achieving students, right? Like they, this is not a, a random indoctrination course. This was a, this was a very deliberate, high level course that children, uh, students would use as part of their application to colleges. For sure, it's the same as if you would have a U.S. Uh, AP U.S. History, AP World History, AP Chemistry and Psychology. And so, if uh, if you think about it, for the most part, many students don't have an opportunity to take African American History until they go to college. And so, when you think about a kid like myself from a rural Southwest Georgia town in Wigham, Georgia, I wasn't really exposed to African American History until my first year at Florida A and M University. Came to Florida A and M University uh, as a occupational therapy major, and my first introduction to African-American history class, I changed my major that night because I fell in love with history and I fell in love with myself and I understood for the first time uh, in my life the role that uh, black people, diasporically speaking, played in the development of the world, but also played in the development of this American experience, this American democracy. Uh, so imagine how impactful this African-American history uh, AP course will be uh, for uh, hundreds of millions of individuals, not just black people, not just black kids, but Americans uh, throughout, and, and how that will impact uh, uh, the development, the further development of America. So a remarkable story. Your own story about how you... So, as y'all heard, this thing has been in play for a long time. It's been in play for many years to make this curriculum. And it's sad that our governor... And our politicians, our Republican politicians has decided that this curriculum lacks value. And because of this uh, Stop Woke Act, uh, which Governor Sosantos signed into law last year, it, res it restricts certain racial-based analysis and conversations. Well, Governor DeSantos, he must be confused about something because how is teaching African-American history racist? It's history. Just like their normal American history that they have today. When they talk about their presidents, when they talk about Congress, when they talk about the Constitution, and all the laws put into to, to act. What's the difference? That's racist. Should it not be taught in school? I don't know where we're going to go from here. I don't know how this thing is going to play out. Um, I truly hope that we as African-Americans realize what we are facing 
and that we take a stand and realize that certain times we have to gamble with what we don't know compared to what we know. Meaning, we can't let people like Governor DeSantos run this, this state. We can't let the Republicans continue to, 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 to turn this state back into Jim Crow. Because to me, that's what they're trying to do. To me, I can see a lot of shit that's coming on the forefront that we as African Americans are not going to be happy about. And it's sad because I feel like we have so much more to offer uh, this state and we are just letting it get away from us. Now, I'm not going to hold you guys up and, and continue to talk about this. I want you guys' comments. I want you guys to leave your comments. Let me know what you think about this subject. There's a lot more people who uh, have more comments on this matter, and I'm going to play a couple of more quick um, verses, uh, quick messages from people for you guys can see just how upset and people are uh, over this whole situation. Here's another. Here's someone else speaking about it. I'm sorry, I apologize. David, obviously there was a lot of talk about critical race theory, uh, and that was a focus of a target uh, of among in a lot of states by Republicans. This is African-American studies, which is different. A Democratic Florida state senator tweeted that Florida currently has AP classes for European history, Japanese language and culture, German language and culture, Italian language and culture, as well as Spanish language and culture, adding, quote, it's critical. It's a quote, it's crazy how AP African-American studies made the chopping block in Florida. To that, what do you say? Yeah, so Anderson and, and to Bakari as well. Bakari, I did, I did, believe it or not, read that 82-page syllabus today, which I could send to you. And, and the, the letter that was sent to the, to the AP board says, listen, we dismiss this as presented. In the future, if the, if the college board would like to work with us on something that would, would meet our criteria, we'd be happy to consider it again. And, and from what I was told, Anderson and Bakari... This, this was declined because it sought to teach progressive doctrines such as intersectionality and critical race theory, which are violative of uh, April 2022 law that Governor DeSantis sent, uh, the, this, uh, this anti-woke act. Uh, I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm simply telling you that what I've not delved in and read every, you know, every chapter of the syllabus, but I glanced through it. It's pretty, it's pretty dense. And I'm, I'm telling you what the reason was that they, they that the state of Florida Governor DeSantis said that they believe in education and not indoctrination. Bakari, what, what do you make of that? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I have a great deal of respect for David Irvin, but, you know, we just got done celebrating uh, Martin Luther King's birthday, and you have individuals who, who say these quotes of, uh, you know, the I Have a Dream speech, etc. these famous quotes by King, but they don't even know who he was because we don't teach the history correctly. People whitewash his legacy. They don't talk about the fact that he was a rabid revolutionary. They don't talk about the fact that he was talking about wages, improving the plight of black folk day in and day out. And I think that the fact that we refuse to teach the accurate history of this country, we refuse to talk about April 4th, 1968, where Dr. King was assassinated, February 8th, 68, the Orangeburg Massacre. We refuse to talk about June of that year where RFK was shot or the fact that you have all of these black soldiers coming home from a war in Vietnam being treated like second class citizens. That's not you know, something that is a fairy tale, that is a history of who we are. 
And Ron DeSantis is, and this administration in Florida are completely ignorant to that fact. Everything we talk about about our history and who we are is not critical race theory. My being is not critical race theory. It's American history. Wrap your heads around that. If you're ashamed of it, that's on you. But let's at least educate the yeah. youth the correct way about what our history is. Bakari, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just giving you the reasonings that were, that were put forth by the governor's office and says in the letter saying, as presented, we find this uh, we find this AP course doesn't pass our muster. Please come back with us with a you know with another course, or if you'd like to work with us, we're willing to do that. I'm not sure they're dismissing it out of hand and saying we're not going to do it at all. There you have it, folks. Another perfectly explained reason as to why Governor Santos' dismissal of this AP course is so critical. He 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 lacks African American history. He doesn't care about it. He doesn't care about it. His people are not American descent anyway. Though he was born here. His 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 people aren't. But I'm disappointed in the fact that we don't get out and vote as we should. And hopefully this is an eye-opener. Hopefully this will wake you up and realize that your vote count. Hopefully that you will understand that we have to deal with the devil that we don't know compared to the devil that we know. I'm disappointed. I will continue and I will stress to my son's mother that we will teach him what is real about African-American history. Not what's in their curriculum books, the fake watered down version of it. As the brother was just saying, we need to talk about the assassination of Dr. King. We need to talk about the assassination of Malcolm X. We need to talk about Marcus Garvey, Nat Turner, Rosa Parks, Sigourney Truth. We need to talk about these people because these people set forth the current actions that we are currently experiencing or living in. And our kids should know about these people. And that's the problem with this generation. They don't know the history of true legendary warriors. They don't. Like Uncle Luke said with Harriet Tugman. She was a true revolutionizer. She she did not play when it came to her Underground Railroad. Yes, it is true. If fake slaves, if, let me rephrase that, if slaves who were faking like they wanted to be free ran back and told uh, their masters or their their owners or wanted to run back and tell them, wanted to go back because they were so blindsided and didn't know what it meant to be free, 
didn't 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 want a concept, didn't want to accept the concept of being free. She killed their ass. Yes, Harriet Tubman killed black people. Was she justified in doing it? You be the judge. Free slavery. Is there anything to think about? Matt Turner. Warrior. Warrior. There is no total number how many whites he killed before he was betrayed by someone black. And they caught him and hung him. Marcus Garvey, who laid out the plan to return back to Africa. Though we have, though most Africans feel we had lost our yeah, way. there was a lot of talk about uh, race theory, uh, and that was a focus. Most Africans feel like we had lost our way, um, being that we was in this country, but it's sad that they were probably right. Man, listen. I'm hurt and disappointed with Ron DeSantos. This latest move is a major move. It's a major slap in the face. A major spitting in the face of African Americans here in Florida. And if you don't realize that, you are blind. You are blind beyond recognition. Because this man has proven to us as African Americans time and time again what he's about. Oh, he love your ass doing, doing campaigning. He love you. But then what he does? He slap you in your face and he kick you in your throat when you're down to tell you that he don't give a fuck about you. He got what he wants. He's back in office. He's back in control of the state of Florida. Him and all his henchmen and comrades. It's sad, but it's true. So I hope that you guys understand this podcast. A lot of you probably won't listen to it because of the real reason it has been part it has been showing or I'm bringing it to you. I hope you guys understand that I do this because I love my black people. I do this because I want to see us shine. I want to see us elevate, but we can't elevate as we slipping on doing the one thing that our ancestors fought so hard for us to be allowed to do and that's vote. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys or those who stopped in and watched this podcast. I really appreciate it. And if you guys haven't already, please Subscribe to Real, Charles Real Talk Podcast on, on YouTube as well as on iHeartRadio. You can subscribe to my radio podcast as well. 
If you like this podcast, if you like uh, this episode, please smash that like button and let me know how much you appreciate this episode uh, that I brought to you this evening. And by all means, leave all your comments down below. I do answer all comments that are left down below. And I hope that uh, um, you guys will continue to support this podcast and help build this podcast up. I have one, before I get out of here, I have one um, uh, chat message that I want to read to you guys. I don't know if you guys can see it on the screen or not. I'll open it up. Uh, it's from Ms. Glover. She said, I feel that they do, they don't want to teach about African-American history because they don't want the truth to come out. Who is the real Americans that built the country and keeping it going? Preach, sister. Oh, my God. Preach. Preach, girl. You you said a mouthful that's then. You said a mouthful. That, that is, girl, you just got, you just filled me up with that comment. Yes. You just filled me up with that comment. And you, you're right. You're absolutely positively right. They don't want that shit. That's why they don't want to teach it. Because they don't want you to know who developed the cotton gin for their ass. Know what I'm saying? They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know who performed the first open heart surgery. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know who, 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 built, who originally built the first car. They don't want you to know that. You know what I'm saying? They don't want you to know who created peanut butter. They don't want you to know that. You know what I'm saying? They don't want you to know who created the washing machine. They don't want you to know that. Who created the AC system? They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that. So you 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 said a mouthful, sister. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much for speaking that comment there. That is so fucking powerful. I appreciate it. So I'm going to jump out of this thing, man. I'm going to get up out of here, man. I really appreciate you guys. Those who have came in once again and watched the podcast tonight, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Once again, I'm your man, Mr. Charles, man. This is Charles Real Talk Podcast, where we keep it real, we keep it raw, we keep it authentic, no fake shit here. It does what you're looking for. Watch Jerry Springer. You don't get that here. Don't forget to leave your comments down below. I will answer all comments that you leave down there. Good, bad, or ugly. I don't care. I want to hear from everybody. Black, white, it doesn't matter what your race, creed, or color is. You're welcome to leave your comments down below. Guys, join me again in a couple of nights where we're going to have another explosive topic to talk about here on Charles Real Talk Podcast. This has been a joyful and wonderful time I've shared with you guys. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. So until next time, man, I hope you guys stay safe. And I bid you nothing but peace. Good night.
Good evening, people. Good evening. We're going to get started here real shortly. Um, please, if you're in this chat, if you're in on this podcast, if you're on this podcast, please invite any of your friends and family to this podcast. We're going to be discussing discussing um, uh, Tyree Nichols. We're going to be talking about Tyree Nichols tonight, man. And we're going to talk about this incident and um, get some of you guys' opinion on this and see what you guys think about this. We're going to get started real shortly here. So please, if you are here, please invite others to this um, podcast. Uh, your, your family, your friends, if you have teenage boys, definitely invite them to it. If they're up, please let them watch this. This is very important. And again, we're going to get started in just a few minutes here. Just a few minutes here. Please don't come in and go out. If you're here, please, by all means, invite others to this podcast for we can discuss this issue and we can we can just have a great dialogue about this situation. So please, if you're here, please invite others to this podcast. Um, we're going to get started in just a few short minutes here. I'm just getting the last few minutes touching uh, right here and we're going to be right with you guys. So please, once again, if you're here, if you're here, please invite others to this podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube at Charles Real Talk Podcast. You can find us there. You can also, uh, if you're riding along, you want to listen and you can't watch it, you can go to uh, Spotify Radio and you can find us there. Find me there under the same name, Charles Real Talk Podcast. So please invite those that you know uh, uh, may want to listen to this podcast. This is this is very important. This is very deep. This concerned all of us, not just me. Uh, this is not a me thing. This is an our thing. This is a, a really uh, a human being thing. So I definitely hope that you guys will definitely um, um, invite others to it because we're gonna, we're going to be talking about this thing, man. I'm going to be really, really um, getting into this this situation with Tyree Nichols. Uh, if you're trying to, if you would like to leave a comment, the comments are definitely open. The chat is open so you can chat as well. Um, so uh, leave a chat if you leave a comment if you like. You're welcome to come into the studio as well and and, 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 and be face to face with me and tell me how you feel about this subject. Once again, we're going to get started here in a few short minutes. Thank you guys. Hope you guys are ready, man. This is thing is going to be really, 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 really deep and and in depth tonight.
All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome everybody. Those of you that's going to come in, those of you maybe watching me, uh, watching the watching the podcast on YouTube, I thank you for watching it there. If you're watching it on Facebook, I thank you for watching it there. If you are watching the podcast, once again, people, please invite friends and family to this podcast as we discuss this topic tonight entitled The Scorpion Unit. The Scorpion Unit. And the reason why I entitled the, this The Scorpion Unit is because um, this was the unit that pulled over Tyree Nichols um, uh, last week and, and, and murdered him pretty much. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss a few issues, a uh, few alarming issues uh, on this topic uh, with this situation because from what I've seen, from what I've heard, from what I've the information that I've gathered, uh, this was nothing but a plot and sought out revenge uh, upon Tyree Nichols. For no apparent reason. So those who don't know about it. Because some of you may not know about it. Let me give you a quick. Uh, uh, backlog on this situation. Therefore you can be caught up. And you can know. Uh, exactly what transpired. And why we're talking about this. Issue. Um, okay so Tyreek Nichols. Uh, was pulled over five days ago on January 7th and pulled uh, pulled out his vehicle, uh, assaulted, beaten, pepper sprayed, uh, disrespected all the way around. Rights was totally violated um, all from the beginning to the end. Uh, Tyreek was in fear of his life. You can, you can see it in some of the videos that I'm going to show here shortly. You can see the fear and hear the fear in this man's voice uh, as the officers are are doing the most horrific act to this man for no apparent reason. This video or these videos touch me uh, to the core. They touch me so bad that I couldn't even watch the full. 22 minutes of the video because I was so deeply and emotionally scarred by the action of these five black officers were ex-officers now. And I want to be frank and clear with you guys tonight that I am not going to be sugarcoating anything. Y'all know here on Charles Real Talk Podcast, I keep it 100% real and I keep it raw. These five individuals aren't shit. What they did was downright nasty, disgusting, and I wish nothing but the worst for whatever happens to these five gentlemen, if you want to call them that, happens. They deserve whatever they got coming. Um... But we're going to discuss how this played out and why this played out. 
Once again, guys, if you're watching this on Facebook, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to it on Spotify Radio, please invite other family members and friends to this because we need to discuss this. We want to discuss the bullshit, but let's discuss the real. This issue with Tyree Nichols is real. And it's so real that it hits so close to home. Because it can be any one of our kids. It can be any one of our sons, any one of our grandsons, our nephews. It could have been anyone. So we can't just sit back and say, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's going to keep happening. Well, let's talk about cause and effect. Let's talk about what can be said, what can be done. Let's talk about what we can do as a people, what we can do other than just standing around and talking about it. Let's 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 call it action because it's that time. You see, this okay, we we can't use race on this issue. We can't use race on on the actions of these men because they were black. They have the same color skin as the same person that they murdered. And you're going to hear me say murdered throughout this podcast because it was murder. It was not an accident. An accident is when you slip and fall. An accident is when you uh, bump into something, back into something, or back into a person. This was premeditated murder. These five officers done to this man. And I want you to join me tonight as we discuss this thing and we get deeper to this thing and we have to and we realize that this can be one of us. This thing has been talked about on a larger scale, and we have to we have to talk about it on a smaller scale so we can branch out to others so they can understand that this is serious. See, this is just not happening in Memphis, Tennessee. This is happening everywhere. You can't be blind to it. And for those who are coming into the, the, the podcast and you're, you're listening for a short period of time and you're going out, I thank you for coming in, but you got to understand that this is serious. You take it for a joke if you want. But when it hit home, you're going to want the same response that I'm giving now to Tyree Nichols' family. You're going to want somebody to talk about it. When we can discuss it now, we can get it out and open it now. We can figure out what can be done. We can figure out what we can take to our law enforcement. We can take to our congressmen. We can take to our representatives. Whatever the case may be, we can discuss it now. This platform, this time, this moment. So as I stated, I gave you guys a quick back dialogue of how this all transpired. On January 7th, Tyree Nichols was pulled over in a plot that only thickened throughout the evening. He was pulled over by Preston Hiffhill. I think that's how, I think that's his last name. A white officer. Now what is strange is that they say that Tyree was driving erratically, that he was he was he was driving crazy, suspicion of being drunk. Well, according to Tyree's mother, Tyree barely drinks. But again, I told you the plot thickens because I don't know if you guys got all the information 
or all the all the stuff that's been coming up about this case. But well, we're gonna discuss it tonight on Charles Real Talk Podcast. And as we get into it, man, once again, if you're listening to me on Spotify Radio under the same name, Charles Real Talk Podcast, you watch me on YouTube, you're watching me on Facebook, please invite people to this. Let's talk about this. Let's discuss this. Let's not be afraid to discuss this. Because if we don't, if we don't, it's going to keep happening. So let's get into this thing, man. Let's talk about it right quick. Once again, welcome to Charles Real Talk Podcast. We keep it real. We keep it raw. We keep it authentic. Now, Preston Hip here is a friend of one of the officers we're going to get to in a short while uh, when I tell you that the plot thickens. I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to explain to you on how a lot of people feel, how I feel as well, how all this came into play. Now, I want to talk to you about Tamarius Bean. I want to talk to you about the Demetrius Hendler. I'm going to talk to you about Emmett Martin III. I'm going to talk to you especially, I'm going to talk to you especially about Dasman Mill Jr. Remember that name, Dasman Mill Jr. Because this faggot is the one that we really want to discuss. And we're going to talk about this faggot ass real soon. So remember his name. And we're going to also talk about Justice Smith. Now these are the five men. If you, if you, I'm going to put up, give me a second here. I want to put up these men's face so you can see them. Um, and you can see just who I'm talking about. Give me a second here. Um, cause these five, these five, these, these five motherfuckers here, they got whatever they got coming to them, they deserve. So I just want you guys to see, uh, I think I put it up here. Give me one second here. Bear with me. I think I put it up here. Uh, I didn't put it up here yet. Give me a second. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull up because I want you guys to see it. I want you guys to uh, uh, see who these guys are. If you haven't seen them yet, some of you may have seen them, but if you haven't seen them yet, I, I'm going I'm to show them to you. I'm going to show you th these five guys in a few minutes. So uh, bear with me because I got it right here. I got it here. Let me pull it up for you. But remember those names because these are the guys we're going to talk about, especially Dasman. Mills Jr. We definitely want to talk about this prick because this is the this is the ring leader of all this. Now we're gonna also talk about Preston Hemp Hill too. His little gay faggot white ass. We're gonna talk about him too because he definitely. What I, I I don't understand why he hasn't been arrested yet. That's for one thing. But um, let me pull up this picture right quick. Let's bear with me. I'm here, guys. I'm not going nowhere. So bear with me, please, because I want you guys to see this uh, because I don't think that you realize how serious this is. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, man, I thought I had it up already. Give me one second. Don't go nowhere, please. I'm begging you. I am, I, I'm with you. I'm with you here. Um, and I'm pulling it up right now. So here we go right here. I'm here. I'm back. I'm, I apologize for that. So this is... The five gentlemen, I'm going to put on the screen right quick. Um, they should pop up in a second. I don't know why it's not popping up. I want you guys to see these five gentlemen, these five officers who uh, who who took part in this 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 heinous act of of of, of murder. 
I'm going to get that picture up to you guys. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about these five gentlemen. I'm not going to call them officers because they're no longer officers. They are inmates now, which rightfully deserve to be. Now, as I told y'all, Preston Hiffel is the one that pulled them over. Um, well, from what I gathered, the information I have looked into and I found out, um, Desmond Mills had Preston Hemphill to pull over Tyree Nichols. Now, you guys don't know uh, the whole story behind this. If you don't know the story behind this, let me tell you. If you haven't heard, Desmond Mills Jr., this faggot, baby mama, worked at FedEx along with Tyree uh, Nichols. Now, according to what the information that is coming out, um, this little punk-ass motherfucker was in his feelings because baby mama was hollering at, um, at uh, uh, Tyree. Now, we all from the hood. Like, I'm, I'm from the hood. But but that that's that that that's petty. That's petty in 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 this downright faggish. I don't mean no disrespect, but that's what, that would have sounded to me. But I want you guys to see what they done. I want you guys to watch what they done to this man. Now this might take a few minutes, and the mic would be awesome. You can watch it, but I want you guys to see what they done to this man. For you can understand where this story is going. We're going to put up the first video. And, and I'll let you guys watch this. Watch this and I'll be right back. So that was the first body cam of when Preston Hemphill pulled over Tyree Nichols. And you see how aggressive they was from the get-go. Like, from the start, it started aggressive. So to me, I feel like it was all plotted from the get-go. I feel like Desmond Mills put this shit together with his little partners in blue. And this is how it transpired. Um, you can hear um, uh, uh, Preston Hemphill say that uh, I hope they stump his ass. 
in one of the videos, but you're going to see some of the videos that are coming up shortly. And I want you guys to understand, man, that this is a serious issue. You might not care about it. You might not want to watch this video. You might not care about this video. It, the, 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 this podcast might not be important to you. But when it, once again, once this hit home, we always fail to want to discuss serious shit when it doesn't hit home. But when it hit home, then we feel like our world has come crashing down or our world has come to an end. But when you could have discussed it and possibly tried to come up with a solution with it, you failed to do so. You ran away. You left the, the podcast. You didn't want to talk about it. It, it. it just wasn't interesting to you. Well, what is interesting to you? When another black man is murdered by police officers? What is interesting to you? When another black child is killed in gang violence? What is interesting to you? When another black girl is murdered by a set of her friends? What is interesting to you? Or what is interesting to you? The upcoming Super Bowl? Huh? What is interesting to you? The tax, tax times here? See, this is the stuff that we as black people only want to come together when it's close to home. But when it doesn't hit round the corner, when it doesn't hit three blocks down, then we okay with it hitting in Memphis. We okay with it hitting in Minnesota. We okay with it hitting in, 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 in New York. We'll discuss it. We'll show our Black Lives Matters. Uh, support, we'll do this, but then all of a sudden it dies down and we're right back to our normal lives. So why? Because it didn't happen at our front door. See, that's the problem with us. Our mentality is that we can overlook what is important for all the nonsense. But I bet you out of 50 people who watch this podcast, 40 of them can tell us anything that happened on Love and Hip Hop Miami, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop New York, but you can't tell us nothing was happening in the Senate. You can't tell us nothing what is happening in the state of Florida with this ragged governor that we have. You can't say nothing important because you run away from important issues because you want to listen to the bullshit, which this is not bullshit. This is some serious. This man was murdered the same way George Floyd was murdered. But you don't want to talk about it. It's not important to you. Because it didn't hit home. But you're quick to talk about any other nonsense and foolishness that's going on. What's popping on TikTok? What's popping on IG? This is so disturbing that we don't want to discuss serious issues like this when it can be any one of us at any given time. And what's sad is that we can't use race as a, a scapegoat this time because these men were black. And they killed a black man.
So it's been said that all these five men, including this white dude, Preston Hemphill, were all buddies, all friends. They hung out together. And it is amazing that this had to, this happened right around the corner from this boy's home. And I look at it now and I, I, I just wonder how people can accept what is going on when it comes to police officers killing black men, black women, black children. And it's sad because if you're any black male or female figure and you driving to work or you driving from work or you coming from the movies or you coming from the grocery store or whatever the case may be and a police officer gets behind you and the fear that naturally engulfs you because you don't know what is going to transpire in the next 10 to 15 minutes with this police officer behind you. I would be sitting here lying to you if I tell you that if a police officer get behind me at a certain time during the day or in the evening that I don't get a little anxiety that creeps up into my chest and I, and I, I worry and I stress, okay, is this my time? Is this going to happen to me next? Am I going to be the next George Floyd? Am I going to be the next Tyree Nichols? But our people don't care. Unless the shit hit home. You see, I don't want my sisters or my wife or anybody to worry about my aunties and my uncles and my, my aunts and my cousins. I, I don't want anybody to mourn my death over losing my life to a police officer. That's not how I want to go. That's not how I want to see the next black woman, next black child, the next black man go. That's not what I want. But this is a topic that we don't want to talk about. But I bet you if I was talking about some foolishness, this lie would be, this, this podcast would be blowed up. If I was talking about something foolish. But these individuals, these individuals I'm telling you about, Preston Hemphill, uh, Tadaris Bean, uh, Demetrius Hawley, Emmett Martin, Daz Dasmond Mills, Justin Smith, um, Robert Long, uh, Jermichael Sandridge, all these people who took part in this man's death is unimportant to you. But why? These officers, these MT workers are the same ones that's going to come if something happened to you or going to be there when something happened to you. And you can't even trust them. But you don't want to talk about the seriousness 
of this situation. If this didn't scare you, then what the fuck does? Yes, we have a lot of shit going on in this country that we should be worrying about. Yes, we should be worrying about what Congress is doing. Yes, we should be worrying about what our sorriest governor is doing. But most and foremost, we should be worrying about what these officers would do to one of us. Now, I'm not saying every officer is bad. I'd be wrong for saying that. But one bad apple, as my grandmother used to say, spoils the whole fucking barrel. So how can I excuse one from the next? Now, these officers or these ex-officers, these current inmates, I feel like they all should be given a death penalty. I feel like they all should be getting a death penalty. You murdered a man in cold blood for doing absolutely nothing. For dating your baby mama? For dating your friend's baby mama? For knocking her down? For getting the, for getting the guts? You, you killed this man for that? This shit hurts me to the core. Y'all don't understand how bad this hurts me as a black man. Y'all don't understand the seriousness and the nature of what happened. You see, we for so long, for the last five, ten years, we have looked at the white officers and said that they are killing black men. But now we got five black officers that killed a black man. Rodney King, Tyreek Nichols. Same exact shit. George Floyd. Same exact shit. Did you listen? Did any of you listen to this man calling out his mama as he has been beaten and pummeled the way he was doing what they was doing him on that ground. Pepper spraying him. Kicking him. Did you listen to this man call his fucking mama? But this is unimportant to you. Because this ain't. This not. Some reality TV. So it's not important to you. I. Just to be honest with you. I was on the verge of tears. When I watched this video. Because it hurt me so bad. And the fear that creeped into my mind and my heart. And I wonder what's going to happen to me if one of these officers or several of these officers pulled me over. My people, black, white, it doesn't matter what you are. This is a serious issue in this country. 
This is a serious issue in this state and in the other state. If this incident didn't make you think, if this incident didn't, didn't scare you, if this incident didn't, didn't alert you to what can transpire to any one of us at any given time, then something is seriously wrong with you. We have to speak up on this shit, man. We have to talk about this. We have to discuss this. We need to sit down with our community leaders and talk about this. We need to sit down with our police chiefs and talk about this. These officers, some of these officers definitely don't deserve to be officers. And I don't see how they say they do psych evaluation on these officers because for this man to attack this man with his buddies, This, this, this was a gang-related activity. It was gang-related. Man, y'all crazy for thinking this shit ain't serious. Y'all crazy for thinking that this shit can't happen to one of us. Y'all crazy. Jacksonville is just as bad as Miami. Jacksonville is just as bad as Tampa. Jacksonville is just as bad as Fort Lauderdale. Jacksonville is just as bad as Orlando. Jacksonville is just as bad as Atlanta. Jacksonville is just as bad as Memphis. Jacksonville is just as bad as New York. Jacksonville is just as bad as L.A. Jacksonville is just as bad as Houston, Texas. But we walk around here running about Stupidity. Worrying about stupid shit. When we should be worrying about this shit right here. These seven officers. And yes, if you didn't know, it was seven officers that was present. Not just the five. Because please don't excuse that faggot ass President Hemphill. Who initially pulled over Tyree Nichols. Don't excuse him. And why he hasn't, why they haven't charged him yet, I have no idea. When you clearly hear him say on tape, on, on one of the cams, I hope they stop his ass. You faggot ass white boy, I hope they break your ass when you go to prison. Real shit. Because for you to say that, Knowing that this act was wrong by your compadres, by your so-called buddies and friends, and you stood there and condoned it, you deserve whatever they get. I have no sympathy for these 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 seven individuals. I have no sympathy for these two M EMT workers. I have no sympathy for the chief. Of the EMT record who set her ass in the car and watched this stuff unfold. You sat in the car, in the van, in the truck, whatever you want to call it, and watched this situation unfold and didn't do anything about it. 
You are MT vehicle. What was the purpose of calling another second MT vehicle in? Why? That's not protocol. Why didn't you put the man inside the EMT and take him to the medical facility? You may have saved his life. We don't know. But it may have saved his life still awaiting another 11 minutes for the second EMT to come to put him in then take him to the hospital. But that's neither here nor there. Why? Because the situation shouldn't have even got that far. Because this motherfucker that got upset because the man is dating your baby mama. Please, I hope that these people upgrade his charge. Because he deserves whatever he get. He deserves whatever he gets. They all deserve whatever they get. But especially him. So for them, for because the whole thing to me is just strange and ironic how it all played out. How all of a sudden you know this man passed home. You pressing his heel somehow gets behind the man, but your cam doesn't show the man driving crazy, doesn't show the man driving erratic. Don't show any of that. But you pulled him over for suspicion of drunk. I am so hoping that they get these motherfuckers do not put these people in protective custody. Do not put these people in protective custody. I'm hoping they don't. They don't they, they don't need to be there. I look over all my notes, man, and I wonder why all this happened. And I want y'all to hear something from Tyreek's mom. Uh, I think you guys should hear this. If you haven't heard it yet, you should hear it. And I'm going to play it for you so you can hear it. Uh, I believe this is the video right here. But I want y'all to listen to what Tyreek's mom had to say. Listen to this. Police department banged on our door approximately around between 8.30 and 9 o'clock asking if I knew Tyree Nichols. And we said, yes, what's going on? He's been arrested. Arrested for what? DUI. DUI? My son don't drink like that. What do you mean DUI? Well, we had to pepper spray him and tase him. So he's being attended to by the paramedics and we'll send him to the hospital and then after that, he'll go to booking. What? They then asked me, was he on any type of drugs or anything of that nature? Because he was. they were saying that it was so difficult to put the handcuffs on him. And he had this amount of energy, superhuman energy. And what they were describing was not my son. So I was very confused. I asked if I can go to the hospital. They told me no. They left. 
my husband and I, we got in our car and we went to go see if we could find Ty because he wasn't answering his phone or anything. When I asked them where my son was, they said nearby. Nearby? What is nearby? I got nothing from them. I think now that I'm actually putting things together, I believe they were trying to cover it up when they first came to my door. Mm -hmm. So, So I just want you guys to hear that. And to me, I feel the same way that Ty, that Tyree's mother feel. Um, they was trying to cover that shit up from the start because they know they had uh, uh, messed up in so many ways. And and they talk about oh, it was hard to put the restraints on them, put the handcuffs on them. You have trouble putting the handcuffs on me if I fear for my fucking life. If I see you and I know who you are, because trust me, he knew who Demetrius was when he saw him. He knew who it was. He wasn't surprised. That was scary. Motherfucker, I know I'm knocking down your baby mama and I know you don't like it. So I know what this is about and I know what you're about to do to me. So I'm not going out like that. So I feel the man. I feel why he had the superhuman strength. I feel why he was acting the way he was acting. Because I just looked in your eyes and I know what you're going to do to me. You would have done it. I would have done it. The next man would have done it. Because when you look death in the face, you're going to try to divorce, you're going to try to avoid it by any means necessary. People, I hope you share this, 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 this podcast. I hope you understand that this is serious. This is a us thing. This is not a me thing. This is not about y'all. This is about every black man, woman, and child out there. And if you don't think that this concerns you, if you don't think that your child might be the next, if you don't think that your niece, your nephew, or anybody might be the next, then what the hell are you thinking about? I told y'all, and I'll tell you again, when I watched this video, and if you haven't seen the video, I'm going to play the second part for you. And I know a lot of you are going to leave the podcast. You're not going to watch it. But I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a second part for, and I didn't even watch all of it because I was on the verge of tears. My heart was aching, and I feared for my own life watching them do what they did to this man. Black people, you better wake up. Black mothers, you better wake up. Black fathers, you better wake up. Black young brothers, you better wake up. Black young sisters, you better wake up. Because this shit is serious. Dead ass serious. I want to play a this is so hard for me. I want to play a
TikTok video from Airy 66 And I want y'all to listen to what he says. He's a white man, but he speaks the truth. And I want y'all to listen to what he says. Please, people, listen. I understand I ain't got young jock on here. I understand I ain't got uh, whoever else off these, these reality shows. This is not, this is real. This ain't no script from a reality show. So listen to this man. And I want y'all to listen to what he said because he speaks some real shit. So check it out. Aries 6-6. Six, six. Now that it was five black officers, you still going to say it was racism? Are the police still racist? This conversation has always been about the system and never about the individual. If you're asking that question, you're not interested in the answer because you don't even understand the problem yet. Let me ask you a question. What do the police do? The police don't solve crime. Less than 2% of crimes are actually solved by the cops. They don't reduce crime. We have study after study after study that show the increase of cops does not decrease crime. They don't deter crime because if they did, then increased cops would decrease crime and we just said that doesn't happen. They don't serve and protect. The Supreme Court ruled the police have no duty to protect anyone who's not in their custody. So what do they do? Yeah, next time somebody breaks in your house, who are you going to call? Not the cops. You live in TV land where you call the cops and they come blazing around the corner in five minutes. Not happening. Especially if you live in low income or high crime areas, it could be hours before they show up. So if somebody breaks in your house and you need protection, you better get to protecting yourself because the cops not going to do anything. So what the fuck do the cops do? Drain our city budget. If you want to get tough on crime, get tough on the number one cause of crime, poverty. Lower poverty, you lower crime. Stop treating drugs as if they're criminal. Decriminalize all drugs. Get rid of punitive punishment. Let's focus on rehabilitation. Let's focus on restorative justice. We have the highest recidivism rate in anywhere in the fucking developed world and the highest incarceration rate per capita of any other developed country. So more people in prison and more people going to prison. Clearly, that's not the fucking answer. So when you got guys with guns going around stopping people because they got a broken taillight or because they have an air freshener in their mirror or because their tags are expired, when you got guys with guns investigating because you look suspicious, when you got guys with guns who have the authority to strip you of your human and constitutional rights just because they want to, that's how we end up with Elijah McClain. That's how we end up with Sandra Bland. That's how we end up with Freddie Gray. That's how we end up with Amir Locke. That's how we end up with Breonna Taylor. That's how we end up with Dante Wright. That's how we end up with George Floyd. That's how we end up with Eric Garner. And that's how we end up with Tyree Nichols. This has never been about the individual. It's about the system. The system doesn't fucking work. The system of policing in this country doesn't fucking work. Abolish this system and start over. Let's focus on a security department that responds to active security threats, not a department that polices people. Let's spend less money on policing people and more money on resources and opportunities. Lower poverty, you lower crime. Restorative justice, end mass incarceration. If you really want to be part of this conversation and part of the solution, then recognize the problem. I couldn't say it better myself. That's the point I'm trying to get those of you who are watching this or listening to this 
on Spotify Radio, wherever the case may be, recognize that we have a problem. We have a bad problem with our justice system. We have a bad problem with our police system. Guys, this shit is not going to stop unless we start to recognize the problem and discuss the problem. And and we need we we have to come up with a solution and we have to fight to get this solution inactive. Because if we consider we continue to sit around and not do anything, not say anything, this oh oh that happened, okay, cool. Oh man, Black Lives Matter. Oh, why they do that? And the next day we go on about our business because we forgot about a man that's got killed for no reason. Forgot about that. I'm passionate about this because I, I, I worry about black people in general. Twenty-five years ago, I probably wouldn't give a fuck. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I'm not that same person. Man, I am so dumbfounded right now that people can care less about what is truly happening in our world and care more about what is happening on a fucking TV. I, I'm i just going to give you guys um, these people names again because I want you guys to remember these names. I want you guys to understand that this podcast is focused on being the voice of the people. This podcast is focused on this being your platform to speak your mind. You see, if you speak your mind and we share this information and we share what we're feeling and we share what we're thinking, then the message will get out there. The message will spread. And then we can start doing something to correct the issue. But if you only care for 24 hours then I mean you are blind to the situation that you don't care nothing about the situation unless it hits right at your doorstep. And God forbid it does that to any of us. So my biggest fear now is not having another heart attack. My biggest fear now is not crashing on a plane. My big, biggest fear isn't um, somebody running into my car. My biggest fear is will I too be murdered by police officers in uniform? That's my fear. I give you, I keep it real with you. It's my fear, and I have anxiety really bad. I keep it real with you guys. I have anxiety really bad. So I have to take my anxiety medications in the morning and evenings because I worry a lot about dying at the hands of police officers.
and I shouldn't, but I do. That's just real shit. I worry about dying at the hands of police officers. Every time one gets behind me, I become concerned. And I know my license is legit. I know my car is legit. I know I'm riding legit. But it doesn't take away the fear of nightmares after nightmares after nightmares after nightmares of all these black men and women who have been murdered by police officers. That's our PTSD as black men. That's our PTSD. Because we, we watch this on TV. We watch it on the internet. We see this shit happens. We see them murder someone of our own skin tone. And we wonder, are we next? But you won't follow through with what's important. Recognizing the situation. Because we don't. Our people don't recognize the situation. So as I get ready to close out, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Once again, I, I want to give you guys um, these names because I want these names to this, this, this continue to drill in your psyche, into your mind. I want you to recognize them and remember them. Preston Hemphill, the officer that pulled over Tyree Nichols. <clears throat> to Darius Bean, Emmett Martin III, Dasmond Mills Jr., Justin Smith, Demetrius Henley, Demetrius Henley. Remember that name. EMT workers, Robert Long. EMT advised, Jamichael Sandwich Rich. And Lieutenant Michelle Whitaker. Remember those names as I get ready to close out this podcast. But most of, most of all, people, please, I beg of you, I beg of you, don't forget the name Tyree Nichols. Don't forget the video that is all over the internet. And I would show you the second half of the video. I would. But I don't want you to go to bed with that image in your head of what they did to this man for no fucking reason. It hurts. It hurts me. And I pray it hurts you the same way. 
this has been another episode of Charles Real Talk Podcast. So we keep it real, we keep it raw, we keep it authentic. Nothing fake or made up here. This is all reality. This is not TV. I hope that you guys have listened and understand or understood what was said tonight. I hope, I only hope that you will share this message, this podcast, and understand that this is a serious issue for all of us. I hope that you understand that your child, I pray it doesn't happen, could be next. So if you haven't subscribed to this channel, please subscribe to Charles Real Talk Podcast on YouTube, as well as Real Charles Real Talk Podcast on Spotify Radio. Share with your friends and family. Please comment. Leave all comments down below. I will answer all comments. No, I would not skip any of your comments, good, bad, ugly. I will answer your comments. So please leave them below. I thank you for joining in tonight. It has been a pleasure talking to you guys. It has been a heartfelt podcast from my end and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well and so until next time from my home to your home I bid you nothing but peace good night